Welcome to Gay Porn Talk with Evan and Polly, sponsored by GayCheapPorn.com. Welcome to another week of Gay Porn Talk with your hosts, your queenie host, Polly and Evan. Guess which one's queenie? Aw, uh, me. <laughs> that would be you. That made me laugh when somebody wrote that, and I'm like, I wonder which one they're talking about, and you seem to get a big chuckle out of that. Well, you were like, how do you know they're talking about you? Um, <laughs> well, it turns out they're both of us. Yes. As we will get later in our, our, our oh. listener emails that we have. Uh, good week this week so far? Yeah. Very nice. It's so nice that uh, the weather is warming up, and spring mm-hmm. is really here for most of us. I know that I imagine up top of the states that it's still cold for people. but Or like in Hollywood, where it's probably the same as it's been. It probably not a, not a huge amount of, of uh, change of seasons. And speaking of Hollywood, uh, later in the, at the ending of the show, we will have our uh, interview with Lawrence Roberts, the brilliant Lawrence Roberts, who... Yes, sort of a reintroduction for people who may not have maybe sort of came in late to the end of the movie and, and don't know who he is, <laughs> our West Coast correspondent. Who is absolutely brilliant, who was uh, a nominee at the GVNs, uh, well, and a winner, uh, and uh, also, or another nominee for the year before, and also... Uh, I don't think he's been a w- winner. I think a he winner? talks about the fact that he's... Okay. Like, oh, that's right, Susha Lucci, that's right. He's the wiener. He's many, many times nominated, just just has not been recognized for his greatness by the Well, he's also, well, he has uh, been in shorts uh, for film festivals mm-hmm. as well with the star uh, Jeff Stryker. I remember that film, and it's funny, we talked about that earlier. Uh, he works both sides of the aisle, both the gay porn aisle and the mainstream aisle. Yes, he does. Very brilliant. And so we will have our, our uh, catching up with him from the Gavians and about his new podcast that he has. So we will talk about that more in yes. depth so that you should go and listen to him. Uh, okay, so we're ready for our news segments. Or, not our news segments, but our segments. <laughs> it's the news. Oh, I'm flustered already. You are so much fun. Okay, so, uh, well, did you see this? Actually, I did watch this. Colt Thruster, one of our sex toys <laughs> that we have introduced before, was a guest on VH1 So Notorious. Did you get to see this? With, with, with Tori Spelling. Tori Spelling. Did you get to see I actually saw it. It was hysterical. I didn't see it. I saw the reporting of it. Okay. Uh, well, we've reviewed this. It's a 14-inch uh, Colt's 14-inch thruster dildo. It makes a surprise guest appearance on this week's episodes of Notorious. Uh, what happened was that she went into uh, to uh, something like the pleasure chest, but they didn't call it. It was like the pleasure balls with her uh, <laughs> with her um, entourage, which was hysterical. And she thought she saw Shannon Doherty, so she ran uh, with her little panties up in the air and, and bumped over something. And the gay uh, clerk was like, ooh, Miss 920, it has an appetite. So it was very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, and, and it's a very cute show, actually. I'm very surprised I like it, actually, uh, where she makes fun of, guess, of the perception of what America thinks of her. Yeah, it's scripted, but it's supposed to come across as non-scripted. Yes, and so that was very cute. So that was kind of exciting. So uh, gay porn makes it into the mainstream VH1 if it's mainstream. Well, <laughs> so as mainstream as gay porn may get. And then the other exciting news is, I know you know because I've already asked you, Elton John has another yard sale. <laughs> Uh, which you seem to think is funny, so uh, I'm not quite sure. You'll have to tell me what you think is funny. But uh, Elton John, uh, the pop uh, legend, uh, is going to raise money for his AIDS charity. Uh, he's had them in the past, and he has um, 10,000 items that have uh, he has worn, oh, I don't, or his partner. I don't want anything from his partner when you go get it for me, so I just want what he's worn. Uh, <laughs> I should say that to you. Uh, and... Um, uh, he also has a suit he wore uh, while he performed with Eminem in the 2001 Grammys that he's going to have. Uh, it's, and a store is set up at the New York's uh, Rockefeller Center, and all the proceeds go to Elton John's AIDS Foundation, which is a very nice foundation, actually. It's one of the first and one of the biggest 
uh, foundations around. Uh, so you are going to New York, and you're going to go and look for me? Apparently I am, yes. yes I, I, uh, I was informed of that. Well, I asked you politely if you wouldn't mind, and then I told you what I wanted. <laughs> so, okay. Well, you don't think listeners believe that, that that was oh, actually how it occurred. You're so mean to me. Then something I thought was really interesting, uh, speaking of porn and the web, mm -hmm. did you see that Titan has, um, Titan.com, one of the people that I think, are you reviewing them yes, today? Yes, we're actually reviewing one of those today. Has um, shut down uh, many websites. Did you see this? Um, I don't know. I don't shut down's Rainbow Zone, an auction is held, a, a public auction is held from nine domain, domain names have been seized by the U.S. Marshals to satisfy an element <laughs> awarded to Titan Media um, with uh, infringement, copyright infringement. So they uh, apparently uh, they have, which I thought was really interesting. I've, I've been reading about this. And so, uh, you know, the Internet's basically new, and, and people don't know all what the laws are. But the interesting thing is Titan has written to this group over and over again saying, you have our uh, you know, intellectual property, please take it down. And this group has, like, just ignored them and ignored them and ignored them until they finally had to take action. Uh, uh, so um, the following domain names will be sold at auction, RaybowZone.com, PlanetFetish.com, PlanetBears.com, PlanetGaySex.com, PlanetMuscle.com, PlanetUniform.com, PlanetBlack.com. They're all bad domain names, anyhow. Uh, bareback gay because it's gay dash bareback dot net. I mean those all the dash words people went into and tried to uh, do that you know sitting on thing that people buy them. Dirtywords.com and other domain names which um, they will be on sale. Uh, the domain names will be on sale beginning 9 a.m. on April the 19th. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So mm -hmm. so Titan has a little bit of a bite. Yes, so. they do. And then, um, last but not least, did you see where Gay Survivor is uh, held in protective custody? Did you see Richard Hatch, the, no, the first I winner? That part. Uh, he uh, is in jail on tax evasion. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, he has asked for um, a protective custody because he didn't want to go into public uh, inmates while he's there. What I didn't know about him is because he lied, surprised he lied, uh, on the, um, uh, the witness uh, chair that he is. Uh, he can uh, get a 13-year maximum prison, prison sentence. Mm -hmm. So there you go. So pr if you are going to uh, prison in, uh, where is this, in uh, Maine, is it? Uh, well, anyhow, if you're going to prison in Maine, you might actually be able to see Richard Hatch, 45-year-old winner of the first... Uh, Apparently some sort of attraction. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I actually, go to Maine and break the federal law. Um, <laughs> well, go to Maine and do tax evasion, and you can be right in there with Richard Hatch. Well, there we go. So that's the news. On to our next thing. I have awaited a question. Okay, uh, this is a question we've gotten before, but we'll go ahead and answer it again because we always have new listeners, and some I always appreciate all the questions. Uh, so, uh, hey guys, my name is Rick. He's an 18-year-old uh, from Baltimore, Maryland, right around our way. Balmer. Balmer, hun. Uh, I do have a little bit of that Baltimore accent. You notice that hun comes out every now and then? I choose not to emphasize that. Thank you, and my work. Because you hit me. Um. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, so, he goes, how do you use a cock ring, and what is it exactly for? So you wanna uh, you wanna it's a say fat washer that you take out of your uh, <laughs> it's not industrial sized plumbing. Uh, a cock ring is uh, made of many different materials. There's many different cock rings. There are rubber solid cock rings, metal solid cock rings, Velcro leather cock rings that come on and off very easily. Snap cock rings, decorative metal cock rings. Metal non solid cock rings. No. Did I say metal non-solid? You said metal solid cock rings. Oh, and I'm yeah. trying to thinking, okay, metal, metal hollow cock rings. Maybe they have those. I no, don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, all solid. 
Uh, solid only. They make a little chime when you hit them with other pieces of metal. We've reviewed a lot of cock rings, too. We also reviewed uh, the one that looks like, uh, from Hustler, that looks like it's on fire. Mm -hmm. That's made out of jelly material that vibrates. That looks very cute as well. Uh, so uh, there are many different kinds of cock rings. How to use a cock ring? Well, a cock ring basically, even though there's lots of different ones, uh, it goes behind the balls uh, and the cock and um, the shaft. The shaft. So uh, I like, I personally do, you, we've talked about this before, you don't really use a lot of uh, toys, but you must have used a cock ring. I prefer the strap. Uh, I ring. do as well because the metal one, you have to do it's like so much work and you have to put it on when you're obviously soft. Mm -hmm. And while I'm putting it on, I always hurry and get erection. I'm like, oh, I can't. Hurry, hurry, stick it in. But you have to put your, well, I don't know how most people do it, but I put my balls in first and then slide my cock underneath of it. Uh, but the... Uh, the strap one, you just, it's very simple and very simple to release. By the way, the, the solid ones, uh, when you have to keep on after sex for a while, because you don't get flaccid again for a while with these. Um, the whole so idea of companies coming over, <laughs> you may not want to have the, 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 the solid cock ring. No, but the other ones, uh, the strap ones, you just quickly just snap or strap on. And what I like about the strap ones or the Velcro is that you can um, adjust it to how tight you want it right. as well. The um, idea of a cock ring is that it restricts uh, blood flow uh, and that it can keep you rigid for a longer time. Um, mm -hmm. And that's the idea of the cock ring. And we've discussed this before. It's not a really great idea to keep them on more than a few hours because, again, you're restricting blood flow to one of your favorite members uh, and you don't want to do that because it might get brain damage. <laughs> you might have a head injury. So you don't want to do that. But for short term, it's safe and it's fine. And you, I, should, you should try several. I mean, you, you, you should... should because you may find that the jellied one is better than a solid one. You may like the solid one better. There are different sizes. Yes, there are. I mean, are. if you have a, a, a dick well, that's a very, very large girth, mm -hmm. you're not going to want to use the one that's the, the very tiny bore. Cause, well, uh, the tiny bore, believe it, is to go on the shaft before the, um, before the scrotum. So mm -hmm. uh, there's many different places you can put it to. I'm just talking about the generic cock ring. And there's, did you, have you ever seen, like, the um, Gates of Hell that our sponsor sells, gatesyporn.com? I mean, it's it's one ring with like seven rings that go on top of it. Oh, I I think I have seen it. And it's I've run in terror when I've seen it. I think. <laughs> it well, does I to me. It looks like the gates of hell because I'm thinking, oh, that would be just like like a corset. I mean, uh, I think it's very hot on guys, but of course it's uh, it's for a show mm -hmm. a lot because there's really not much you can do with it on. Uh, I don't think. So anyhow, uh, so we're ready for our next segment. Okay. That was, oh, thank you. That was, again, um, Rick from Baltimore. So thank you for writing in, Rick. And he also wrote in uh, other things. So we'll okay. talk about that. Okay. So you got two. Yes. Two. <coughs> what do you have for us this week? This one, and I'm a little bit conflicted because on the second one, you may see on my notes, I've actually written in, because, you know, when I go back, I, I watch them. I watch them again. I, I write up my show notes, and then I go watch them again. And sometimes I change my mind. I, and I know that, and sometimes you and I have debates right here and argue about them. Yeah, now, did you? I know I've given you review copies of these. Have you seen either one of these? I saw the first one. Okay. And the second one, I wish I did because it looks very hot. It is very hot. And that's, again, that's the one where I, I, I actually upped it. Um, first one is Close Set, a Titan Stage 1, uh, Titan Studios, directed by uh, Joe Gage. Uh-huh. Uh, 180 minutes, whole bunch of extras there. And I'm going to talk about the non-director's edition. Yes. Even though, and I need to double-check to see which our sponsor sells or they sell both. I think probably just one. I probably one. the expanded director's edition. I would think so. Uh, but I'll talk a little bit about the expanded director's edition, but we'll just do the basic one, um, where, of course, there's there's no fisting in the non-director's edition and also 
No, less water sports or no water sports. I think of non-directors. Um, here the the idea and, and this is it's I gave it three and a half splats. Mm-hmm. I really did like it. It has a large variety of different types of guys, not people who you would generally see together. Um, the the video starts off with uh, Mason Weiler, who's who's on the cover, who's holding the camera on the mm-hmm. cover of the video. Very hot. Um, yes, he's he's sort of a, not not twinkish, but a little bit twinkish. He's very young. Um, he starts off heading to to Titan Studios in in San Francisco. I think it's off of Barcadero. I don't remember. Um, so I guess if we follow through the video, we could figure out exactly where Titan Studios was uh, from the video, even though we could probably just look it up on the web. Um, the first scene starts off with the, the whole idea is here. We have sort of tryouts and first timers and things like that. We start off with uh, Derek Hansen and Hunt Parker, who are basically sort of playing with each other and then sort of moving over to this area where they have a glory hole. Um, Tom Lazeri is also filming, and so is Lee Ryder. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, so is uh, Mason Weiler um, are filming. Uh, Tom Lazeri winds up getting into the action, um, and uh, they wind up uh, sort of sort of acting between the, the glory holes, uh, sort of sucking. It's, it's actually a very hard video to review because it does move around a lot. It's very sort of non-linear. It's not not okay. sort of like first scene, second scene, third that scene, must have fourth scene. Nutty. No, I, I, I'm I'm here. Um, <laughs> uh, it winds up then we sort of cut to to Lee Ryder, who's who's a redhead with a lot of tattoos, which you love. Um, All redhead, demonstrating that he can actually suck a big cock down his throat, and then we we sort of bring him back, and he's in <coughs> in with uh, Tom Lazeri, Hunt Parker, and Derek Hansen, uh, with uh, Mason Wallace Shell uh, working the camera. Uh, and eventually, uh, the, the hot sex people get fucked uh, left and right. Uh, I think Tom was there mostly being on top, but I, I'm trying to remember. And uh, eventually, um, we move on to the next scene, which is Steve Trevor, who's is sort of a little bit paler, really kind of nervous on a couch, uh, hand job with Josh West. He sort of passes that test and then uh, moves on with uh, Mark Stern, and uh, who basically is a cum receptacle for sucking and fucking. Um, My favorite job. At the very end, Mason Weller finally has to, he's had his shirt off at this point. And this would sort of go to one of our, our, our listeners had wanted to know where the cameraman <coughs> takes part in the action. Where Again, this is sort of, takes a, a big part of that. And you should know that Closed Set was also, I think MSR also has Closed Set, also by Joe Gage, yeah. where, where this is sort of, and that was like 15 years ago. So it's a slightly different uh, title. Uh, in scene three, Mason Weiler is with Tober Brandt, John Galt, Mike Grant, Josh West, um, who starts off watching and then winds up uh, joining them. Uh, Mason Weiler uh, gets fucked. John Galt gets fucked. Tober Brandt gets fucked. I mean, every, it's, it's wow. basically sort of a and, and it's a sort of a bare set. It's not an interesting set. It's just sort of an empty toilet there. Um, <laughs> God, I mean, not, not connected to anything. Oh, um, and it's sort of. You know, and again, at the very end, Mason Weiler gets fucked basically by everybody, and and he really he seems to be enjoying it, but it, it's not. It's one of those things where it's a very emotional response. Um, really, really sort of exciting. Probably the best scene in the movie. A lot of interaction, a lot of a lot of very graphic sort of rough sex. Um, this in the extended edition where was where we have a lot of the water sports okay. and the fisting. Uh, actually, um, is in the last scene. Which would, which uh, I'm not going to cover too much. Uh, scene four has Cole Ryan, who's a virgin. Okay. 
Who says he's a virgin? I he's believe a, that. a virgin on never had his dick sucked, never, never really? touched a pussy, never done anything. Um, he has a solo uh, jerk off, and then he's joined by Troy Moore, who's very hot, very uh, few tattoos, um, who basically initiates him to man sex, supposedly on camera. Uh, Do you think this is for real? Given his expertise, I think he's had some experience. Okay. But he's, he's clearly not not he's not seasoned. Um, Cole Ryan, he looks apparently he's like a, a, a um, taekwondo or a kickboxer. Uh, a very nice body, not, not nearly as dark as, as Troy Monroe, but Troy Monroe bottoms for him uh, wonderfully. Uh, in the uh, expanded director's session, we also get to see uh, Matthew Paris and Keith Webb in an additional scene. And there's also additional scenes uh, in that section. The extras include uh, chapters, trailers, come shot. And uh, interviews of the different stars. Oh, how very exciting! That's from Titan Media, so they never fail to be exciting. So yes, and this is this is it's basically just a sex video. A lot of different types of guys. I said three and a half splats. I really liked it. I'm really surprised that you liked it as much as you did. Yeah, it's it's very good. Very good. Okay, so on to our next one. Uh, Man Country, which is I gave finally three and a half. I started <laughs> with three. I went to three and a half, just because. And again, this is going to be a little bit different because there may be people who. If you like bodybuilders... Okay, so this is from Colt Studio, which yes. is famous for their bodybuilders. If you like bodybuilders, this would be a movie for you. Okay. It's, it's very, very good. It's very hot. Um, if you're more sort of the twink and you don't, you don't really like them, well, maybe it's not. That's sort well, of Well, that would be actually both of your movies. I would say, even though you said that that was all different body types, it really they're more muscular. Don't the most Titan men lean towards more muscular? Yeah, but, the, but all these newbies are not are okay. not are not really sort of the same as that. So I okay. mean, there is a, there's a much greater variety. This is much more man all country bodybuilders. On man uh, country. Basically, okay. I I can't pick out anybody who okay. I doesn't think it. It's it's directed by John Rutherford. Uh, this is as good as anything he's done oh, when he was at Falcon. 120 minutes, chapters, galleries, and trailers. Um, we start off with Jake Andrews, who mm -hmm. used to, of course, do all the stuff for Falcon, and still looks absolutely incredible. No, he's, I think, living in Australia now. Oh, really? Um, many years senior as he used to be. He's in, in a cabin with Jesse Balboa. Um, he gives it to Jesse Balboa. Uh, Jesse Balboa really enjoys getting fucked by, by Jake Andrews. Scene two uh, is... Outside by a tractor, beautiful scenery, absolutely gorgeous. Um, but we don't have to enjoy it that much because Carlo Massey is between Luke Garrett and Gage Weston, uh, where the two on the cover um, on the uh, are Gage Weston and Luke Garrett. Okay. Um, so you can see how big they are. They're huge. This is a long, long scene. Uh, not not labored at all, but the clothes don't come off immediately. I mean, there's lots of lots of of, of worship of. of Massage of, of of touching. I mean, the and eventually everybody here. There's nobody who doesn't get fucked. Oh, um, really? How very nice. Um, we also in scene three, Marco Conti uh, sees Jesse Balboa outside by a fence. Jesse Balboa does another good job of, of bottoming. Not my necessarily favorite scene. Probably my favorite scene in the movie is Jake Andrews with Chris Wide, uh, who we've seen before in this incredible bed that's on the it's on this sort of pallets outside. Uh, where they have incredible sex flip-flop. Uh, we get to see Jake Andrews uh, bottoming again. Uh, Chris Wilde, huge, gorgeous man. Uh, again, very, very hot. Um, I, if, you, if you like bodybuilders, this is a great, great movie. Uh, very well done, as good as John Rutherford's ever done. I would give it three and a half splats. Okay. And again, there's the whole element of the cult, where we sort of start off with this black and white, looks sort of grainy, where it's sort of an homage to the old 
cold. Uh, cold stuff. So. Okay, well, that's, that's fantastic. And you can see all those photos on our enhanced podcast, and that's something we should have brought up at the very beginning, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, have gone to an enhanced podcast, but we've gotten some replies that people can't uh, play the... Uh, we're not only catering to iTunes people, so there are right. other people, too. So what we have decided to do is we're going to go back to our old feed, which is a uh, gay porn talk feed, which you can get at our website, uh, or you can go and get it at... Um, Podcast Alley, because we had stopped it for a while, we're going to restart it again. So our gay porn talk will have uh, our MP3 feed, and our gay talk RSS feed will have our enhanced feed. Right. So if you don't want to go through the whole problems of uh, converting it into MP3, which you can do on iTunes, right. convert it to MP3, then we're going to have two feeds out now, we should say. So again, one enhanced, so you can see all the photos on the left-hand side in the corner of your uh, screen. Uh, of all the movies that Evan has uh, reviewed. And, and all the links. And all the links to everything. And if not, all the links can be found at our webpage at gayporntalk.com. Mm-hmm. Both of our feeds can be found at gayporntalk.com. Right. Okay. And, and there'll be two. If you want to sign up for, for one or the other through your podcatcher, whatever you're using to, to basically subscribe to podcasts, uh, both links will be there, and they'll be easy to, to discern. Yes. And we uh, for, unfortunately, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to go ahead and put out both of our feeds out at the same time, I think we discussed it. And, we? we'll, and we'll clearly link them. We'll probably put the enhanced out last. So that this will be the first, but then so other people... will be automatically downloaded, but if you want the other one, you can just select it. Okay, so it's a... It's a uh, I love the enhanced podcast, but it's all new stuff, and it's all, you know, test it's and go. New world. It's test and go kind of stuff. So we're sorry for the, any confusion, and um, welcome back to all the people that couldn't get us from the uh, enhanced are you ready for the next segment? I am. Toy. Toy. T-O-Y. Toy. Okay, talking about Colt. Uh, you know mm-hmm. how I love Colt uh, sex toys. We talked about right. it at the very beginning of the show. You talked about the movie. And now I have a Colt sex toy. Uh, I call it a sex toy. You might have problems with this because I know how you technical you are about sex toys. This is, well, <laughs> you are. You're like, well, lube can't be a sex toy. Uh, but... Uh, anyhow, this is called the Colt Shower Shot, a sprain water dong. A wash up. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a, a sprain water dong. It's a six and a half jelly dong on a non-tarnishing nickel-free attachment that goes into your shower. Uh, it's basically a douche uh, uh-huh. that, uh, that uh, a lot of Europeans uh, use. Uh, it's really kind of interesting because I have a lot of friends from Europe and uh, China who all take care of their rear differently than we do, you know, of course, with, uh, with the days and, and they think it's, uh, it's all very natural. And of course they don't understand why, you know, uh, Americans don't do this as much, but anyhow, this water, uh, accessory easily installs into any standard shower for an incredible burst of water pleasure and cleaning sensation. I like that. Soft jelly dong screws into the chrome flex hose for a secure mount, unscrew the shower head and washers to prevent any leaks uh, in the screw and hose. It gives all... See, now here is where I think you'd want to put a T in. A T? Yes. No, no, T. Yes. Because, I mean, unless you're going to have a shower specially equipped for this, this would be kind of annoying to have to hook up every single time. Yes, it would be. And But if you just put a little uh, T in, you could just have a little stopcock. Stopcock! Ha <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So you could shunt the water to your little shower shot, or you could have a regular shower. And you should. A douche. And you should, because this would be, you're absolutely right, this would be a pain in the butt to do it every single time, literally. Uh, but uh, unless you had some sort of quick release 
And now, see, there's all these things that you I can't have all these ideas. Well, you should become a plumber and wear Because you could have the, the handheld shower, and then you could quick release, bam, and put on the dong. There you go. Have you ever... Uh, you I could have multiple. I love uh, these <laughs> products, so... Uh, this uh, can be found at uh, our uh, sponsor's webpage at GabeCheapPorn.com. Uh, though I have not so used... sensual and cleaning as well. Yes, I have not used this one. Yeah, it is very sensual. Unlike the other uh, dishes, which are just functional, mm -hmm. uh, some of them have glow-in-the-dark tips and other things that are really fun. This is very sensual, too, so this would be a little this bit of fun. This is a whole penis. This is a six-and-a-half-inch jelly-based penis that goes onto the tube. So it's not, not just a nozzle. Nope, not just, not just your father's nozzle. <laughs> this is not just your father's nozzle. Uh, so that's my sex toy of the week. So okay. I thought that was really kind of innovative, as always mm -hmm. cult products are, and made for men by men. Okay. Manon. Next. <laughs> by men. Now, now it's, it's time, time for MTFT. That's music, too. Fuck, too. Okay, I have not heard this yet. So. Oh, no, I know. Because uh, I just, this is actually a band from Boston. Okay. Uh, I love uh, the Bean Town. Th they have a, have a couple, I think they have at least one album out. Uh, maybe a second one coming out now. Um, their name is Senior Happy. Oh, I like that. And uh, now you know my question I ask every week. And sort of cute. Oh, sort of cute. Well, let's sort of cute. Okay. They're, they're a great band. Oh, so they so. make up better music than they do in bed. Uh, well, I have no idea. They could be incredible in bed. Um, but the song is Get Up and Go Out. Uh, it comes from uh, Podsafe Music Network. Uh, that's music.podshow.com. And you can also reach them. We'll put the link as well on the Enhanced Podcast. Uh, or you can. It's www.q divisionrecords.com backslash senior happy s-e-n-o-r-h-a-p-p-y and we'll give them a little listen and make me happy. you tell me if uh, it's uh, MTFT I like it very much. I was dancing like Donald Trump there for a minute. Did you like my Donald Trump dance? I like your Donald Trump dance. That's how you say I dance, which I don't actually dance when we do the FTFD. No, no. what you do is a little kick or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I, thought, I thought it was very nice. It had a really, actually, I probably think that's more to fuck to than your last week's. So I liked it. I liked it very much. Everybody's a critic. <laughs> is that what we're all doing right here? Yes. Okay. So I liked it very much. So uh, good to the Beantown Boys. And go see them. They have a new album. And uh, you can actually, I know you can download some of their singles from iTunes as well. Oh, so. very exciting. So, Oh, that was MTFT for sure. Yep. Hello. All you bitches, it's time for your sex. Turn-ons and turn-offs. Okay. Okay. So uh, Rick, who also wrote in about the question, also tells us that his turn-ons are that guys that are masculine, I imagine, uh, because it's not spelled correctly, by nature, uh, and masculine by nature, and love to work out <laughs> as much as I do. So, funny, he is a bodybuilder. So that's why he probably would love your cult movie that you just reviewed. Did, did he send a picture? Um, no, he didn't. So, Rick, please send a photo. I need some more photos because, of course, if you have sent your photo in and it's not up because we've gotten complaints about that, it, it was in my crashed file. I am sorry. I apologize. And Rick is getting a T-shirt. Is that right? For sure, because we're using his turn on, turn off. Sure, I ain't getting them either. Uh, and I've got a funny thing about your laugh. Uh, and his turn offs are fat guys, really old guys, and thin guys. 
And Rick, if you want to write back in and give us your T-shirt size, give I us know, your T-shirt right. size now. And what do you think your T-shirt size is going to be in oh, two years? Oh, you know, Evan. <laughs> you know, I'm working on. Uh, I, I have a real job too, and I I'm working on a busy. big project for the last. I bring two it up like once a month. I know, and it's well worth it, so it's fine. Uh, Terry from Rapid City <laughs> writes in, and his turn-ons are: he just likes meeting like-minded guys for fun times, uh, like-minded. I don't know what that means. Uh, and his turnoffs are liars and game players. So it seems that everybody hates liars and femme guys. So I, I don't think I'm a femme guy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shutty up, He's certainly not a femme guy. No, um. I think he means, I think he means, uh, see, I don't think he means me. I think he means femme butts. I think he means people who wear boas and, you know, have fake faces on and rip them off and the $6 million man and woman beat you up or something. I don't know. So those are our turn-ons Looks and turn-offs. Looks like Waylon Flowers and Madam? <laughs> or, or what? I'm oh, sorry. thank you. Uh, I was a hot Waylon Flowers and Madam, wasn't I? We, you were. I was pretty good. And everybody knew who I was except for the children who never watched Hollywood Squares. Um, <laughs> it's only been off for 15 years. Yeah. I, I'm not really that familiar with it either. I had to look at reruns. So those are our turn-ons yeah. and turn-offs. And what do we got next? The mail's it. Mail call. Mail call. Email, female. There's a message for you. There's a letter in your mailbox. Ooh, letter. Delicious letters. Okay, we had a really interesting letter this week, and it's rather long, and so we okay. only, I only printed out one instead of uh, the several. So if we haven't gotten to your letter, we will get to them. Please write to us at info at com. We love hearing from you, and uh, here we go. <laughs> Uh, hey, you big queens. I have to agree with your critics from the other podcast, which I shall not name. Uh, you guys are big Nelly queens, and that's a part of why I love you, especially Evan's giggle, which I think is funny. Although I just can't figure out what cartoon character it reminds me of, but I imagine that a gay podcast featuring Queenie Fag host, unthinkable. Uh, so what do you think? Uh, we talked about this. Your, your laugh reminds me of Betty Rubble uh, doing Rosie O'Donnell doing Betty Rubble. So, have you gotten any I'd other? I go with Muttley. Mut oh, somebody else has told you Muttley. That's right, yes. from um, Dick Dastardly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love it though. And and any of those who listen to any of our extras, when we uh, do our theme parks, uh, you, your laugh gets really intense, where you can't actually breathe, where you almost die. Every time I'm with you, you almost actually die because you can't catch enough breath. Other than the fact that sometimes my shoulders are ripped off my body that's just, when we do the Halloween stuff. That's just the scary ones that scare me and make me wet Polly, myself. Polly will like put his hands on my shoulders we're going through the little mazes, and it's like, Polly, you're hurting! I, I think you almost killed Miss Kay one time. Oh, uh, yeah, actually, I did. She actually cried. I felt you very sorry her. for her. I oh, yes, I threw her against a vampire that was coming at me. She's very, our you little small... You threw me against a clown. Our, oh, I did throw you against a clown. Our small little petite friend... Uh, that we have uh, was with us at one of the Halloween things. I'm sorry, I did get off on a tangent. I'll get back on the letter. <laughs> and uh, and a vampire was coming at me, so I picked her up and threw it at her, uh, and then ran. And uh, and that was the last time she'll ever go with us at those things. Okay, so back to our letter, wonderful letter sure. from Bubba. Uh, he goes Bubba. How, how he goes. However, you might need to work on enunciations. I could swear Evan called one of the nominees a uh, best video grabby awards. The Dreidel of Sins, which I thought, uh, though as a Jew, I definitely uh, wanted to rent that one. And so I thought that was hysterical, so uh, he wanted to rent uh, Dreidel of Sins. Well, you know, it is the season. I, I, there are certain movies I do want to pass over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have you been holding that in your locker? No. Oh, gosh. I um, bought Dreidel. Okay, the problem comes with, uh, uh, I am going to condense this slightly. The problem comes with dealing with the work locker room situation. Ever since I was in junior high school, he's always checked out other guys in the locker room. I'm guessing most gay guys do this. I'm guessing, actually, I know a lot of straight people that do this, too. Straight mm -hmm. guys look at each other, too. 
uh, to see what packages they have and compare each other. They do, not for the same reasons why we look at them, but I know right. for a fact straight guys stare at each other. Okay. Um, I know for a fact. Uh, this was an issue uh, <laughs> when I was younger because nobody knew I was gay, but since I've been out, uh, people you know, now realize I'm doing this. Uh, he has a friend, one of his straight friends, uh, he'll refer to him as Jeff, has made a, com a comment about being uncomfortable changing the locker room with him. To somebody else. Not to to somebody, well, uh, he overheard it, and right. to, not to him, and to uh, another colleague of theirs, right. uh, a, a lady colleague. Um, he likes to say that Jeff is wrong, but he can't because Jeff has a hot body, and he can't help to get a look at him whenever he gets a chance. I wouldn't either, actually, uh, help to get, look at him either. I, I, if you can take, now this is what I want for Bubba, if you can take a secret spy camera into your uh, locker room and just take a picture from me so I can see it in Google. Which can actually be illegal in some states. Well, go ahead. And, and certainly would make Jeff feel uncomfortable because he's actually yeah, extra I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm joking. Jesus, you're always so fucking serious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love, uh, so... Um, so he is, uh, in my opinion, uh, has always been that if straight men can turn invisible and hang out in women's locker room, they would totally gawk at naked chicks. And of course they would. They, they gawk at naked chicks or gawk at chicks walking down the street. So they do. Uh, and um, in a sense, uh, I get to do what they wish they could do. And that's very true as well. Uh, but um, now that I've been caught, I feel guilty, like I'm some sort of predator, ta predator taking advantage of my situation. After all, there's a reason why men and women change in separate locker rooms, right? Uh, so here's the question. Am I violating these guys by oogling them? Should I try not to look? And, uh, w um, and how do I stay friends with Jeff knowing that he knows that I've been watching his hot ass and his tidy whities bikini briefs? Well, that's the first thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, I should mention that he and his wife have gone out with uh, me and my partner on several occasions, and I feel really uncomfortable about this. Um, I enjoy your podcast. Keep up the good work. And it's Bubba from Texas. I love this letter. I love this letter for so many reasons. First of all, because, of course, his name is Bubba, and he's from Texas. That's what I love. Um, and, uh, and I love that he's out uh, with his partner, uh, and he's going out. So w what do you think? What do you think in this situation? What should he do? I think he has to talk to, the, to this Jeff person. And whatever. say what? What would you say? Well, I mean, just say, you know, I acknowledge that he's heard that, that you think I've, I've, made you, I've made you uncomfortable on occasion and, and, you know, just sort of bring up the issue. And what would you say exactly? So you would say, uh, you, know, I, I'm, you know, I'm sorry I've overheard or somebody told me you feel yeah, somebody uncomfortable. Somebody told me that, that, that they saw that I, I hope was, you don't feel uncomfortable because out. I'm really not. I have a partner I'm happily involved with yeah, or something like that. Yeah, and it's just sort of natural. It's just something that, that happens. Or would you really explain that to a straight guy? Because they already feel slightly uncomfortable. So you would say to a, a straight guy that uh, I think it's natural to look at your hot ass and tidy whities it's, nat it's natural to look at other people. I would explain just the way sort of you started out in the fact that people look at each other in the locker room. I can guarantee and you Jeff has looked at him. And I think, I think the big thing about talking about it is it's going to diffuse it as, as sort of a potential sexual situation. And, and it's just, I mean, you're just going to say, you know, I, hopefully if you, can, if you can reach the point where you can just sort of joke about it, and just say, oh, you know, I don't, true. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. You know, I might look your way, I, I, and I don't. But I mean, I might look, uh, you know, towards your way, but I'm not really thinking about you in a sexual, even though you are. I mean, if we had a co-ed locker room, I mean, you'd probably look too, but it wouldn't necessarily mean that you were, you were being predatory or that you wanted to, to do something with anybody there. You just, you might, you might see them, and, and it would be very natural to look. It is very natural. It is very, it is a very natural thing to look. You know, in, in junior high and high school, all the kids looked just to see where everybody was at, and uh, you know, and growth. Right. <laughs> and, and the other thing and is, I mean, you just just make make sure 
he may feel like you're being predatory, but if you say that well, I'm not being predatory, that, that, that at least deals with one issue. Well, see, that's kind of interesting because you don't, and I will say that that's one of the things about being honest. You don't even know what he, besides feeling uncomfortable, you don't know if he feels that you're feeling, you know, this was, the predatory was a word that Bubba used, mm-hmm. not a word, as far as I know, that his friend, in, in parentheses, Jeff, used to... Um, but probably it's an issue, though, because he's mentioned it to other people. If he, didn't, yes, after all, if he didn't really care, it wouldn't have come up. That is true. He did tell one of his coworkers about it, too. Um, and, and I don't know how much of an issue it is, more than just uh, people like also like to gossip as well. So I don't know how much more of an issue. But you're absolutely right. I would agree with you uh, that just making it into a joke would be you know, funny-ish. Because at least when you're in the locker room, they could say, hey, what are you looking at? My big tidy whities or something like that? Or make it a joke. And it, when, you, when you joke about it, it's not quite as... Um, Tense, and that, nothing is. I mean, nothing is that tense. And if you really have gone out with he and his wife, you could, you know, certainly. I mean, it would be awkward and, uh, you know, right. And once you call the question, you sort of bring it out in the open. You're you're going to be more circumspect about doing it. Right now, it's sort of it's sort of secretive, sort of sly. You get to look at somebody else. There's that whole element. If he knows that you may or may not be looking, or you have, or you've talked about it, part of the mystery is sort of gone. He just he's, he's your friend. Who's there? Who's changing? I mean, lots of gay guys go to go to the gym all the time, and while they may look, not, there's no there's no sort of sexual well, innuendo to some of it. There's a lot of sexual well, innuendo. Yeah. Others. When I drop the soap but, and somebody fucks me, I hope that's a sexual innuendo. Maybe. Uh, but I will say, you know, when I go to the gym, uh, everybody's looking at everybody, and I guarantee that everybody there is not gay, and I don't think everybody's looking at everybody looking at themselves. So I, it's just the thing that people do. I mean, uh, you know. Right, and I think by building it up, you you may—I mean, you might make it worse. I think by by bringing it out into the open, that's just going to make things easier. Okay, so if you agree with us or disagree with us, please write into us at gay, info at gayporntalk.com. Uh, Bubba, thank you so much for writing in. I actually really did enjoy this letter. It was a rather long uh, letter, and I enjoyed all of it. It was—I um, like again that the fact that he's out uh, to that's what all you say his work. About dicks too. What they're out. It was very long, but I enjoyed all of it. Um, <laughs> I do say that about it. I say that about. Uh, it, Dumpy, too. I'm like, I enjoy it all. Um, but, uh, yeah, so talking, we both think that, I, I two different variants, I, we mm-hmm. both think that bringing it out in the open will certainly not make it any more uncomfortable because, of course, it's already an uncomfortable situation. Uh, and so you don't have anything to lose by it. I don't know necessarily, you know, I just, you know, say, yeah, I really do think that, you know, confronting him and just saying, hey, I'm sorry if I make you feel uncomfortable, I really am not checking you out. I just, it's just, you know, my eyes have to go somewhere. And they just happen to go over to you. And fib if you have to, because if he really has a tight ass and a nice ass and whitey tighties, the tidy whiteies, uh, tell him to change the boxers if he doesn't want to. Don't be a liar. You don't want to lie? You wouldn't Femme lie? Oh, oh, God. <laughs> I think little fibs are okay to tell so people won't feel uncomfortable. Okay. So, but that's it. So besides the difference of, uh, again, talk to him. So thank you again for writing. If you have any, uh, uh, if you want to contact us, I have no Skypes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Info at Okay, and you can write us a Skype, and we will uh, be playing our interview. Yeah, we'll go to our interview uh, with uh, Lawrence Roberts, our West Coast correspondent, and he'll talk about actually about uh, the Gavians, and we'll also, I think, talk about some uh, future interviews yes. uh, that he's going to be doing. So we'll go to that now. Okay. Uh, we're here with Lawrence Roberts, our West Coast correspondent. Hi. Hi. And also, well, yeah, Paulie's here too. How exciting. <laughs> Um, and for some of our listeners who, who may not be longtime listeners, they may not know you, and we also thought this was a good opportunity to 
actually reintroduce you and talk and ask you to talk a little bit about yourself and uh, and uh, the part that you play uh, in our in our wonderful little podcast. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm the West Coast voice of uh, of, of your, your 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 podcast, I guess. Um, and I'm Lawrence Albert, and I work uh, off and on in in the adult and in the mainstream industry too. And um, yeah, and I'm I'm a big fan of yours, and I love listening to your show. And we're a big fan of yours as well. Uh, and we understand that you have a you have your own new podcast that came out. It's true. I have, I have my own podcast, which is basically the, the, the pieces that you have in your podcast, <laughs> and then also extended versions. It's called the, the Lawrence Roberts Hotcast, and you can uh, find it uh, on iTunes by searching under that name, under podcasts, or uh, you can visit my new website, which is lawrenceroberts.net. Oh, fantastic. And we'll also have a link up on our website as well. And so I'll put a link in the, in, the, in the Enhanced Podcast so that if people click on that link, they'll go right to the LawrenceRoberts.net site. Great, and I've got a new one uh, for you guys. It's uh, Matt Major, the star of a lot of uh, Shishu LaRue and Falcon films, um, who's also an ex of mine. And uh, he's going to talk about all kinds of things from uh, being uh, uh, in the military to being a missionary to being, um, although he's this person who has this enormous penis, technically classified as intersex. Uh, how interesting. He was a missionary? Yeah. Oh, how interesting. Yeah, we know. We know him very well. Don't mess with a missionary man. <laughs> very <laughs> true. And then after that, I've got uh, an interview with uh, Buck Angel, who uh, is definitely like a, one of the, definitely a first in, in the world of gay porn, in that uh, Buck Angel is the first uh, male porn star with a pussy, an actual working um, vagina. Uh, he is a female-to-male uh, transgender and has be- recently been in the news a lot, especially in the big Rolling Stone article and also on Howard Stern, talking about um, his career and also his connection to uh, the Warshawski brothers, the guys who directed The Matrix. His ex-wife, uh, who's a dominatrix, uh, left him for one of the Warshawski brothers, who's now undergoing a sex change. So there's all lots of great dirt about that. That's very and funny. Incidentally, and coincidentally, Buck was shooting. <laughs> coincidentally, Buck was shooting a scene for his upcoming. A feature in my apartment, B for Vagina. Wow. <laughs> so that's the behind-the-scenes stuff there. <laughs> wow. You are well, a mover and a groover. Well, I know. I, I, I really dig down for those, uh, those, those nitty-gritty stories. I'm like Katie Couric. <laughs> the Katie Couric gay porn. Uh-huh. <laughs> I always think of you like Katie Couric. Thanks. You that or the Mary Tyler Moore of gay porn, one or the other. You can turn the world on with a smile. <laughs> we looked at one of uh, Buck's uh, movies. Um, what was it? Uh, Cirque Noir? Cirque yes. Noir, yeah. Yeah, we, and, uh, I never had heard of him before, and Evan uh, didn't warn me about it. And, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a shock. It took me a few minutes to figure out what happened. Yeah. Did you, did you get yeah. to see the movie? I, I haven't I haven't seen that I haven't seen that one but I've, I've seen some of his stuff and he's really great he's really he's got great energy he's a oh really smart and an amazing interview a lot of fun oh I can't wait to hear that yeah and then Evan uh, you wanted to know about the Gavians because of course Lawrence was a nominee yes because you do more than just to interview porn stars for us you're actually a, a, an auteur in in film and video. Yeah, in the world of reality porn, or making up porn. Uh, yeah, I, I went, uh, the film I made called um, 
Paradise Exposed for Raging Stallion's uh, Passport to Paradise, which is a, a great feature by them, was nominated for Best Alternative Release, and I lost. <laughs> oh. But uh, I know, I know. Uh, so it's the second time lost. in a row that I lost, so I, I think maybe I'll be like the Susan Lucci of uh, K-Porn as well. <laughs> but but I was again, the thing that won was really great. It's uh, Stack Life in L.A. Part 2, which I thought was really great. And um, all the things that were nominated were, were wonderful. The other thing was Exposed, which I believe was about um, the film um, uh, Buckle Ruse, uh-huh. which was also really great. But it was, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Shishi LaRue was a great host. And um, yeah, it was it was a blast. I went there. I actually t- tagged along with uh, uh, Buck and his date, who's a really good friend of mine, Selene Luna, who's an actress that I work with a lot. And you can also hear uh, <laughs> I cover everything now. <laughs> you can hear us going to and from <laughs> the Gavians and our reactions before and after. And Buck also tells a little bit about uh, Gogo's uh, Jane Wheatland going down on her vagina. <laughs> You just sort of slip Only those here, in kid. in the very middle. I mean, Only the very here. end, you just kind of just slip them in, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was uh, a lot of you, fun. And I saw from, from the photos that uh, Bruce Valanche was there. Bruce Valanche was there, yeah. He he actually used to be the, the he was the original host of the Gay Bands. And uh, a friend of mine heard, said, oh my God, <laughs> a friend of mine heard him bitching about not being the host anymore. He really wanted to be the host. But, uh, but yeah, he was there in all his glory. <laughs> And hilarious as always. And one of the things that's weird about the Gavians is that um, that someone else I was with noticed is that they have really great food. Um, it's it's like delicious, delicious food. But if you go to the place where all the food is being served, no one is eating. Too many carbs. <laughs> but yeah, a friend of mine just noticed that um, it was only the women that were that were eating. So huh. everyone's watching their weight. <laughs> I'd imagine. I mean, we saw photos of the crowd. Everybody there. Really, really good. <laughs> and could you and and actually before we end, I know that you have some up, upcoming uh, future projects. Can you can you let us in on any of them? What I what I've been doing. Well, I, I I was just editing Michael Brandon's new feature, um, which is like a double disc DVD, and uh, it is called Ask Quest. I just found out the title this morning, uh, which is amazing. It's really great. He's got all different kinds of guys in it, guys from everywhere, all different shapes, sizes, and colors, with only one thing in common, which it would be enormous penises. And it's really called Ask Quest? It, Ask Quest from Raging Stallions. It sounds like <laughs> a Margaret You should really look for it. Oh, and one other thing, too, I wanted to mention uh, another upcoming co- podcast that I have is uh, a friend of mine who was a, an adult star, really young, like a 19-year-old adult star, who, right when he his films were coming out, was shipped off to fight in Iraq. And I'm going to be interviewing him about what it's like to be fighting in Iraq when naked pictures of yourself are spread all across America, some of them in his actual uniform. Wow. Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> well, anything else you wanted to end, uh, add before we uh, whack things up? That's it. Okay, and uh, that was the interview. I always enjoy that. Uh, that's our second interview with him uh, because, of course, we had Darth Vader in our first interview. <laughs> Our second, yes, our second, second recording. Yes, of the first interview. Yes, my, my heavy breathing. I enjoy because I'm so hot for once. But this time we, did, we didn't have your first thing, which was which was like Lawrence, are you wearing a speedo? That was my favorite because Lawrence and I both thought it was like 
What are you wearing, Lawrence? It okay, well, see, the bad weird. part about this is, is that, in my own mind, everybody knows I'm a little kooky, and my own <laughs> mind works in different ways, but he was talking about how all his, his interviews lately have been with past boyfriends or people that he's been intimate with. And he's had them in bed. And, and he's been interviewing them in bed, which I think somebody else has done before. I think Sharon Osbourne did, which was very funny. <laughs> so I was thinking, oh, if he's in bed, I wonder if he's naked or in, like, I'm thinking he's a very hot man. I'm thinking he's in uh, tidy Speedos, because that's how I picture him every time I speak with him, <laughs> as in tight red Speedos. <laughs> so that's it. So I hope you enjoyed it. And there's the Betty Rubble laugh. Anyways, so I, that's, it, that's it for me. Okay, so we'll see you next week. Stay hard. Yep, stay hard. Come on, those guys are fast! <laughs>